Welcome to the Pink Lemonade Stand. I'm your host, Heidi Webster, and happy Monday. I'm so glad you are here today to get a little zest in your step. If you are new to the Pink Lemonade Stand, welcome, and we hope that you find a little positivity to start off your week right. And if you are a longtime listener, thank you so much. And to all of you, thank you so much for being here. We're so excited that you are a part of the PLS family. And if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with a friend. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Go up, hit that little little subscribe button, whether you're on Spotify or on Apple, so that it, you can get our episodes every single Monday morning and they'll go straight to your phone. And leave a review. This will make a huge difference for the Pink Lemonade Stand too. I really want to hear your feedback. I want to see those reviews. So remember to R-R-S, rate, review, and subscribe. Our sponsor for today's episode is Pinky Swear & Co. We have got an amazing collaboration. I made a huge announcement on last week's episode about this fantastic news. The Pink Lemonade Stand is doing a gorgeous and zesty collab with Pinky Swear & Co., the most amazing boutique candle company out of Toronto, Canada. This is the cutest, most delicious candle you could ever imagine. And it's truly, it's the collab of my dreams. I've been waiting for this candle to come to life for a long time. And I'm so happy to partner with Pinky Swear & Co. We have the cutest candle for you. And we have discount code for you two to get your very own PLS candle. So the Pink Lemonade Stand Candle is pure, nostalgic, summertime perfection, blending invigorating lemon zest and ripe tangerine with juicy mixed berries and quenching watermelon for that sweet, refreshing, good vibes feeling. It makes me hungry to think about it. Create new summer memories or reminisce on past ones while burning this delicious new fragrance sure to liven and brighten any room. This is a limited edition, everyone, so we could not be more honored to partner with Pinky Swear & Co. I want to tell you a little bit about their company. They produce amongst the cleanest, long-lasting candles on the market. Their hand-poured small batch candles contain a natural, sustainably sourced coconut soy wax, and they are paraben-free. They use pure essential oil blends, and for every candle sold, they donate $1 to a featured charity, um, including the Breast Cancer Society of Canada. So go get yourself the pink lemonade stand candle. Use code PLS15. You could tell I'm excited, right? To get 15% off your pink lemonade stand candle today. Citrus got real, people. Go to Pinky Swear and Co dot com. I will put the link to the website in the episode notes. Use code PLS15 to get 15% off. Go do it. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Okay, I've got a great good news story for you today to give us all the good feels. So it's time for the sweetest thing. Nearly $3 million raised for a boy orphaned in the Highland Park shooting. This was such a devastating thing to happen this last week at the 4th of July parade in Highland Park. There was a toddler who lost both of his parents during this shooting. Kevin McCarthy, age 37, and Irina McCarthy, age 35, were among the seven people who were killed in the shooting spree. 
And during the commotion, their two-year-old son, Aiden, was split up from his parents. The boy was taken in by some strangers who helped him, and they they had children with them too. So they took the boy in, they got him cleaned up. The little boy, Aiden, was reunited with his grandparents and other family members later. According to the grandfather, the child survived because his father covered him with his body. This is such a sad story. And the the sweet thing in this story, the good news is that a GoFundMe campaign was started up by members of the community for Aiden, and he has been receiving thousands of dollars every day, reaching almost to the 300 million mark by Thursday morning after the highest donation of $18,000 just was received from billionaire hedge fund manager Bill Ackman the day before. So 45,000 people have donated money for little two-year-old Aiden. And it is just absolutely so tragic that this has happened to him. And people are reaching out from all over the nation to support, to write notes of empathy and encouragement. In this NPR article, it says, At two years old, Aiden is left in the unthinkable position to grow up without his parents, wrote Irina Collin on a GoFundMe account she created for the family and Aiden. Aiden will be cared for by his loving family, and he will have a long road ahead to heal, find stability, and ultimately navigate life. I will put the link in the episode notes to this link for the GoFundMe to the story from NPR and Yahoo Finance. And if any of you have good news stories that you want to share with me for me to read on the podcast, I really would love to hear them. Please email me at the PLS podcast at gmail.com or you can DM on Instagram at the PLS podcast. Send us your sweetest things. And now it's time for the main squeeze. Today, we are talking about three ways to start feeling happier today. This is something that I think people think about all the time, especially coming out and still being in the midst of a pandemic. There has been a lot of depression and a lot of anxiety, and there are so many amazing resources and books and podcasts that you can listen to to find out how to get yourself feeling happier This is the mystery of life, right? Everybody is searching for happiness. But I want to tell you about three things that you can start doing today to help yourself feeling happier. Sometimes it's the little things that we do that make such a big difference and the repetitiveness of those little things that can make a long-lasting change in your day-to-day life. So number one, accept yourself as you are right now. That seems like a lot harder than it sounds, right? Take a look at the things you've been beating yourself up over and imagine that this was your friend saying these things to themselves. What would you do and what would you say to them? You'd probably say, hey, like stop being so mean to my friend, which is what my friends have said to me when I've been hard on myself. We all get down on ourselves. My next door neighbor, Molly, and I, she's one of my dearest friends. We have a tradition of going on hikes and talking about literally everything under the sun. We call this long-standing hike date our hike therapy. And we both noticed through talking out loud about our insecurities, our fears, and things that we get down on ourselves about that most of these thoughts 
that come into our mind that sound like a little voice that we have in there, we named this voice the FOSS, F-O-S, and it stands for full of shit. Because it is. That little voice that is telling us that we're not good enough is FOSS. So identify the FOSS in your life and tell it that you are in control now and that you appreciate that it has something to say, but it's not helpful at this time. Thank you very much. And you can get into the driver's seat and take the steering wheel and take over. The most important thing we can do for ourselves is give ourselves grace. If you've been unemployed, and lacking motivation and getting down on yourself, if you've been beating yourself up for your food choices and haven't been motivated to get your body moving, if you've been anxious or depressed, or if you're just feeling lost or like life is getting you down, the first thing you can and should do is just accept all that is and who you are right now. Love yourself no matter what. The world is going to tell us that we have to be a certain way, be a certain size, have a certain amount of money, have a certain status, and guess what? No. Nope. You are wonderful just as you are right in this moment. I'm reading this book right now, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, and one of the most profound things I've heard in a while is said in the chapter called Identity. And he said, our identity is wrapped up in what others think of us, or more accurately, what we think others think of us. I'm going to read that again (laughs) because it was mind-blowing. I had to rewind it. I'm listening to the audiobook. He says, our identity is wrapped up in what others think of us or more accurately, what we think others think of us. Is that not mind-blowing? So embrace everything about what is happening in your life at this moment. By thinking the negative thoughts about ourselves, we are creating an energy that wants more of the things we don't want to come from us. We have to change our energy, but more importantly, to just love ourselves. It is the most important first step in getting to a happier us. So give yourself a hug Look in the mirror and tell yourself that you are amazing and loved and worthy of love and give yourself the pep talk that you would give anyone in your life that you care about, any of your friends, your family members, if they were having a hard time or if they were talking badly to themselves, what would you say? Look at yourself, say those things to yourself, okay? So that's the first step. Accept yourself as you are right now. It feels really good, actually. It's very freeing. But it's not easy. It takes a little bit of work. Okay, step two, gratitude. I I know what you're thinking. This one seems overrated and overstated, but trust me, this is going to give you a boost. Make a list either mentally, say it out loud, or write down all the things in your life that you are totally grateful for. Even though there may be things that we want or don't have, or maybe it feels like the world is out to get us and the amount of bad things that are happening are overwhelming, there are still a long list of things to count as blessings in your life. I suggest writing it down because this is a way to really visualize and see everything. This could change every day. You'd have a different list every single day, but do it right now in this moment and see how it makes you feel afterwards. Maybe on a certain item on your list, you can lean into it and then think about how that makes you feel. See if it brings an actual smile to your face. And maybe it's someone in your life that you're happy to have. 
and how that person makes you feel and how lucky you are to have them. The act of gratitude, although it may sound simple, has a science to it. In the Psychotherapy Research Journal, a study was published involving nearly 300 adults seeking counseling services at a university. One randomized group wrote a gratitude letter each week for three weeks. The gratitude group reported significantly better mental health compared to the control group at follow-up, 12 weeks after the last exercise. Another type of written gratitude practice is counting blessings or three good things. A study of this practice found that people who wrote down three things that had gone well in their day and identified the causes of those things were significantly happier and less depressed even six months after the study ended. That's huge. So we do have studies and science to back all of these things up. And I'm going to link all of these things in the show notes for you so you can see. One of my favorite authors, Eckhart Tolle, who wrote The Power of Now and the, A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose, said, Acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. Abundance, baby! <laughs> Claim your abundance. Search within yourself and focus on some things that you are grateful for. I am telling you, this will make such a huge difference in your life. Okay, now we're at number three, positive affirmations in the morning. This is big. This is a big one. This is how you start your day. There is lots of science and lots of studies to show that positive affirmations benefit your health. They make a huge difference. The good news is that the practice and popularity of positive affirmations are based on widely accepted and well-established psychological theory. But I'm talking specifically about the first thing when you wake up in the morning, you are going to set the tone of your brain chemistry immediately when you wake up. How many of us go straight to our phones when we wake up? I'm raising my hand, <laughs> guilty as charged. I started putting my phone away from me at night so I, I can't actually reach for it and it's made the world of difference for me. So do what you need to do to get the phone away from your physical reach. Okay, so the key in the morning is when you wake up before you do anything at all, just lay there. Your brain is going to immediately want to flood you with anxiety and think of all the things that you have to do in the day and it's going to spike your cortisol levels and that's not what you wanna do first thing in the morning. So lay in your bed, don't move a muscle, and just take deep breaths in and out. Let yourself slowly wake up and just focus on your breathing. This is going to prevent you from immediately going into stress mode. Then once you have taken a few deep breaths, you can start by saying some beautiful positive affirmations to yourself in your head or out loud so you can hear them. This is going to get your day kickstarted with the most amazing positive energy. Okay, another one of my favorite authors is Louise Hay, the author of You Can Heal Your Life. She talks about affirmations and how they have significant health benefits and positive changes in our daily mood. And the morning, in the morning, Hay believes is the best time to determine how you want the rest of your day to go. It's why positive morning affirmations can be very powerful and a great opportunity to practice repeating them in the mirror. So think of some positive affirmations that you want to say for yourself and what would be best motivating for you. But I'm going to give you some examples here today that you could borrow from until you've curated some that work the best for yourself. Number one, I am going to have a great day today. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Kickstart it right. Number two, I am feeling healthy and strong today. 
Number three, I have all that I need to make this a great day in my life. Ooh, I like that. I like saying I have everything that I need. Actually, let's expand upon that. Number four, I have absolutely everything that I need in my life. It's a it's an affirmation of feeling fulfilled that there is absolutely nothing to need or want for. Number six, I have all the information I need to solve any challenges that come up today. Number seven, I have the knowledge to make smart decisions for myself today. Number eight, I am happy and content with my life. Number nine, I am patient and calm and greet the day with ease. Number 10, I am filled with gratitude and kindness for another day on this earth. Ooh, I like that one. So think of some affirmations that work best for you. Give this a try before you jump out of bed and grab your phone and see if this makes a difference in your morning. So to summarize, we've got three steps that all have to do with a mindset that can help you start to feel happier today. Number one, accept yourself as you are. This is the love yourself. Give yourself some grace. Number two, gratitude. Write things down that you are grateful for and really lean into those thoughts. And number three, positive morning affirmations. Don't touch your phone. Take some deep breaths and tell yourself what your day is going to look like. So try these things out and see if they make you feel happier. I am here to tell you that they have made such a difference for me in my life. I'm excited to see if you see improvements and please feel free to send an email to theplspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at theplspodcast and let us know if this was helpful for you. Okay, we have saved the zest for last. This is where we're going to talk about some things that we are obsessed with. Excuse me? This week, I have some book news. I have got... Um, a favorite book that I have been, I've been reading a lot, actually, y'all. I am a reader now, okay? I downloaded Audible and audiobooks. I actually switched to audiobooks from Audible because I don't know about you all, but Audible bugs me. It doesn't have like the best um, user-friendly interface. And I, I, I dislike having to go to Amazon to get the book. And then I have to go back to Audible to listen to it. It makes no sense. So... I think Amazon even owns audiobooks, but I just like the app better because I can browse in the app, get the book in the app, listen in the app. It's just way better. So I'm I'm on audiobooks now, and I've been doing this thing lately. I know it's more expensive, but I've been buying the book and the audiobook and listening to the audiobook while I read the book, and I put it at like 1.5 speed. That's crazy, right? I know it's like spending double the money, but I'm loving it. It's helping me read faster. So Right now, I am totally into the book of the summer called The Hotel Nantucket by Ellen Hildebrand. This book is phenom. This is such a fun summer read. I'm not going to tell you a lot about it because I don't want to give anything away. I just completely read it without even Nicole suggested for me to read it. And I didn't even read the description. I'm like, if Nicole tells me to read it, I'm going to read it. So this is... um giving us East Coast summery vibes with a hotel that is um, like a historic hotel being renovated and up and running during the summer. We've got drama between the hotel staff. And of course, there's romance involved, which we love to see. So this is a really, really fun novel. Um, the Hotel Nantucket by 
Ellen Hildebrand. Go check it out. I'm surprised I'm not. Are you guys shocked that I'm not giving you a Trader Joe's zesty this week? <laughs> okay. Don't forget to head over to pinkyswearandco.com and pick up your pink lemonade stand candle for 15% off. Use the code PLS15. We want to get you guys having the zestiest summer of your lives with the Hotel Nantucket, the pink lemonade stand candle, and living your summer dreams, okay? That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for stopping by the Pink Lemonade Stand. I'll be here every Monday morning, and I would love it if you would squeeze that subscribe button, leave a five-star review, and follow along on Instagram at the PLS Podcast for some more sweet treats throughout the week. Now, when you're feeling like an old bitter rind, remind yourself that you are a gorgeous delightful and fabulous glass of pink lemonade. Oh yeah, and don't forget, you better go out there and squeeze the day. Bye. Pink, 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 pink lemonade stay.